God's sovereignty is above reproach, regardless of what mankind thinks or says, or Satan for that matter. Join us for a discussion about God saying to his creation, from now on, on the way. Welcome to The Way with Leslie King and Scott Grimmett. parent, I've given my kids some latitude and flexibility to start with on certain things, and when I see that they're not making the right decisions, I revoke the privileges, and I say, from now on, it's right. going to be this way or that way. And it's interesting because we see Father God do the same thing, and it's in Revelation chapter 14, verse 13, where the passage says, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. And then it goes on to say some other things that are very interesting, but it's very interesting that we see that coming on the heels of it talking about the 144,000 who are going to walk with him and only know their song during those days. And then it goes into talking about those who refuse to believe, right. the vile, the unbelievers, those that would be slain and take the brunt of his wrath. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, we see this come in where it says, blessed are the dead right in like the a Lord from now on. It comes out of nowhere. Absolutely, it and, does. And in this case, it's a, it's a very good thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, because the book of Revelation, everybody knows the book of Revelation is filled with all kinds of really uh, spooky imagery. and Yeah, yeah, there's some all, scary stuff in there. Some, some, very, some very startling things are happening yeah. here and there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not to the good because God wins in the end. But it, all, right. out of nowhere, uh, an angel just declares, you know, you know, blessed are the uh, those who die in the Lord from now on. From it's, now it, on. It, it's that expression that should get your attention. That's right. Very interesting. From now on. So we're going to go ahead and take a look at. So John, the Apostle John, notes that these events actually end up coming down to the requirement of the patient endurance of the saints. So he says that those individuals would be um, blessed if they die in him, and then goes on to say a couple other words to say in a minute, because the Spirit goes on to say, yes. Yes. And they'll find their rest, and their deeds will follow them. And then it kind of wraps up with all that ugliness being with this whole idea that it's going to require patient endurance from the saints to go through what it just described in the first 15, 16 verses of chapter 14. Right, and to understand and to appreciate the line that we have gotten here, the line of demarcation that we have hit with this, a mm-hmm. fulcrum moment where the Lord is telling us, hey, wait, from, pause and listen to me. Focus up from now on. Right. It's different than what it used to be. You have to have a little context and, and understand where it was before. Absolutely. In order to understand where it was before, you have to understand what – you can't really quite uh, absorb what the Lord is trying to tell you there unless you have a little bit more context as to what it was beforehand. It was a whole different reality before Absolutely. Jesus came. And when he made that atonement, atonement sacrifice for our sins, Absolutely. Uh, it changed everything. Yeah, and I think that the background on that and the context of it, we'll go ahead and get into that. Um, but it's real important, I think, to your point. God says, pay attention. Pay attention. From now on, right. kind of thing. So, all right, so we got a little, we got some uh, biblical concepts to kind of give this a little wrapper. And it right. says, uh, those who are born once will die twice, and those who are born twice will die once. Right. And so here we've got something going on here, and that's one of those things that it, it, it was a... 
from now on moment as well. So right. really important for us to unpack the idea of well, what was happening before the from now on. Right, right. From the fall of man. And, you know, when we, when, mm-hmm. the, when man fell in the, in the Garden of Eden, we got ourselves into a whole bunch of trouble. And legally speaking, we, yeah. we became uh, disqualified from entering into the Lord's presence because we were tainted with sin. That's right. And so after someone, even a righteous person, whenever a righteous person would die, mm-hmm. like Abraham, think of Abraham, God's friend, and right. uh, a number of others. You and know, the, David and the father and of our faith, yeah. But when they passed away, when they were gathered unto their fathers, that was into right. the depths of the earth. Right. Believe it or not, the Bible is very clear about where they were. Yep. When mm-hmm. Jesus uh, was on the earth in the days of his flesh, he illustrated this. Uh, unambiguously in the in the parable of Lazarus and the rich man. Oh, okay, yeah, and, mm-hmm, absolutely. That was not that was not allegorical. That was actually he was actually re- relaying the events of a real story. Right. And this rich man, whoever it was, found himself in hell after ignoring all his life the beggar yeah. who was begging at his table. Mm-hmm. Uh, God was very clear that in yeah, hell, they're, on, they're on two sides of a chasm. Right. And when hell, where he raised, his, lifted his eyes up, he mm-hmm. was lifting, looking across the chasm, and he was seeing Lazarus there with Father Abraham. Right. This was the re- this was the sad and startling reality of people who had lived righteously. Their sins had been covered by the atoning sacrifices that were p- going to be paid by Jesus on the cross. Right. Uh, but even in that, they were conf- in confinement. Yeah. They were they were prisoners. They were not yet in paradise. No, no. Well, it, it, paradise was not even with God yet. That's it right. Was, it, That's it, right. It really deserves some unpacking. Yeah, I think that that is an important thing for us to realize is that once Jesus died and rose from the dead, it was a game changer. Because I think we all know that um, before he headed up to heaven to present himself before Father God, he descended into the depths of the earth to lead captives out of hell and out of those places because right. they, they were put there as a, a holding place, right? So. Right, they were. And until the sacrifice happened, because, mm-hmm. you know, the devil had, an, uh, uh, I've said it before, a knife at our throat because of the laws of God that cannot, God does not go against his own laws. Right. For someone, for, for this to have turned around for us, a perfect one had to come right. and sacrifice himself, atone with blood for our right. sins. And that's what Jesus did. Those who went before were not remanded to eternal fire, like those who were under judgment were. That's right. But at the same time, they were in they were in confinement, and so there was still a, a, a demarcation line between the evil and the, and the righteous. But right. we, but in order to understand what this this incredibly comforting phrase that lifted up and, and right out of nowhere in the middle of the Book of Revelation, right. Uh, you have to understand what it was before. It was really a perilous plight that we were in, and Jesus came right. to save us all from it. And that's what changed everything. Jesus came, made the sacrifice, and that was the from now on moment that he's referring to. Absolutely. Well, and we find our rest. Paul talks about that in some of his writings to where you will find rest in your Sabbath because you're resting in the Lord. Right. And he's kind of leaning more into not doing the works of the Torah to be saved. But he actually gets into this whole idea that we are, by accepting Jesus, we're coming into our Sabbath rest from our works right. as well. Yeah, we always get very excited when we have a book devotional that accompanies a particular podcast series. And in this instance, we have a devotional by the name of Walking in the Truth that accompanies our pod series, The Battle for the Truth. Never in modern times has the truth been under attack like what we are currently seeing. 
vicious debates are raging over the sanctity of life, over sexuality, over gender identity, over the very existence of a loving God. Although Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20 sternly warns against calling evil good and good evil, this seems to be the sad condition of our society these days. This devotional is dedicated to the only absolute truth that we have in this fallen world. The Holy Bible and the scriptures therein are given to us by a loving God to help us find our way home. The attack on the truth is simply the process of calling the goodness of God evil and the evil of Satan good, and it's a blatant attempt to try to bring down the goodness of God to be equal to man or even below Satan. Walking in the Truth devotional covers key scriptures ranging anywhere from the testimony of truth in Jesus to how the Holy Spirit is involved in our walk as Christians to lead us into truth. And then it comes to a close with the judgment of the truth from God, which is kind of a rather heavy chapter, but really brings it home to make sure folks understand that God is paying very close attention to how we accept the truth and how we apply it to our lives. Readers will also have a personal reflection and prayer section for every verse covered. To learn how you can purchase Walking in the Truth, come visit our bookstore on thetruthandthelife.com and thank you for taking your time to support the Truth and the Life broadcast. So, okay, so we're going to move on to our next kind of biblical concept, and that is dying in the Lord is a blessed and happy time and not a time of mourning. And I know that's hard, but everyone who's had a near-death experience or really has a strong faith know that our loved ones have passed on, if they're saved, believe in Jesus, to a much better place instantly. Right. And it isn't death they experienced, but it's something more incredible than anything we are. The mourning actually takes place because of us and us missing them because we're still in the flesh. And that's a real thing, and I'm not taking away from that. Right. At the same time, carnal man thinks about things a little bit differently than the spirit man. Oh, he does. He does. The, the carnal man really doesn't really know much at all. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, yeah, but you can't get around the fact that something seismic happened when Jesus came to Absolutely. make the atonement for our sins. It was everything. Yeah. Everything in the Old Testament is leading up to that moment that 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 bomb moment that went off Absolutely. in the spirit where the son of god where the devil is stupid enough to uh to play an unwitting part in the sacrifice of the lamb of That's god right. right and thereby thereby uh allow him or help him to yeah. uh, uh make the redemption for all of his little ones from that yeah. moment on yep it was different yeah um it was uh, it, it was very clear and when jesus was arguing with the, with the pharisees at one point, he actually told them, you know, if those anyone who believes in me will never see death. Never see death, right. Okay, now the Pharisees were ridiculing him, and they were seeing only in the natural, and they were mm-hmm. thinking, okay, this guy says that if they believe in him... They'll live forever they'll in live the flesh. Forever, they'll live forever in the flesh. They're not going right. to... They're going to be immortal. That's not exactly what Jesus was saying at all. No, nowhere close. Uh, no, he was... What he was actually saying was is that the, the process of death, what happens at what we call death when this body right. stops... Uh, was going to be so profoundly different that it would not right. even be it, it wouldn't be apples and apples or it, mm-hmm. it would be a completely different reality absolutely and these are the Pharisees who actually believed in the resurrection right. but they believed in it from the standpoint of you could do works to actually be saved and to get eternal life in the resurrection and Jesus the game changer was those that believe in me right, right? the Messiah. But they didn't believe any of that. Right, right. And the thing about it is the fact that, again, going back to what the paradigm looked like pre-atonement, 
Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the devil had all the chips at that point because right. because he was holding the father's little ones at knife point. Um, and when they would, when a righteous person would die, they would go to that holding place. It was paradise, but it was under under yeah. the earth. It was right. still confinement. Right. And the devil had them all there, or at least within eye shot of what, where you know, at least he would. They were they separated were, from God. That was enough for him. That was enough for him. Right. Yeah, right. Absolutely. But but that all changed at Calvary. And the really kind of neat thing about that is, and you just mentioned this, the whole Old Testament points forward to the cross. Well. All the New Testament points backwards to the cross, right. and the seismic event you talked about truly is a, a seismic event that has ripples going backwards in time, forwards in time, and just creates mankind's reality here on earth that unless we get on board with Jesus as being the blessed one we should die in, that we're only going to have misery and sadness and separation from God. And you know, the scriptures talk very clearly in Revelation and other places that our works follow us. So it's not that works are bad. It's just they don't save you. No, they don't and save And so you. like when you get up to heaven, you know, it says that, you know, we're going to just tell him that um, all the things we did in your name were, were just our duty. Don't give me rewards. And he also talks about giving crowns and rewards and things like that. So... This is a big deal. It's like from now on. Well, the, one of the very first things that Jesus tells John in the book of Revelation is that from that point on, when he saw John, he, he said, I have the keys to death, hell, and the grave. That's right. He had them in his possession. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, how did that happen? Yeah, Where, yeah. When did that happen? I'll tell you when it happened. It happened when he gave the sacrifice and he went down Absolutely. and he kicked some butt and took some names. Yeah. And it, it, That's right. It wasn't pretty for the devil. That was a right. bad, bad day for him. Right. And he took the keys to death, hell, and the grave. And so... God has full autonomy over all aspects of, of, of life. Right. You know, when Jesus told his disciples, all authority has been given to me, he means all authority. That's right. And so when you die in the Lord, when you are redeemed by his holy blood and you are, you, you, right. you come into the covenant with him, dying for you is not what it will be for someone who has refused right. life. Right. You remember yeah. Jesus, remember, he even phrased it many times, those who enter into life. Into, absolutely. You're not, this is not even really life yet. No, this no. is This is a, a shadow and a copy of life. Right. This is an assimilation of life. Life is when you have yep. come into a communion with your holy God and you are born again. Right. You are born into life. And that from yeah. that moment on, and, and, from now on happens for you. Right. It happens for everyone who takes Jesus into their life. Absolutely. And when you, when you cross over, you will not see that. What was it? Scepter. The, the Grim Reaper. Yeah, the Grim Reaper. The yeah, guy. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that sickle carrying homeboy idiot. with the hood. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh-huh. You won't see that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't see that guy at all. Yeah. It, now it's hard to say who will show up and, and take you home, but you don't get remanded into That's captivity right. like before. You go straight to the Father. And that is a key thing, and that is the distinguishing factor of the Christian faith. And no other religion on this planet makes this claim no. of the game changer, the seismic event that Jesus brought about when he rose from the dead yeah. and died for our changed, sins. It changed everything. Absolutely. All right, we're going to go ahead and just do a real quick recap on some of the things we've talked about. And that is patient endurance brings a well-deserved rest. And the whole idea was saying you have died in the Lord and then the next sentence, the Holy Spirit says, yes. Yes. And they will find their rest and their works will come with them. That's right. You can't take anything with you to heaven that you didn't give away here on earth. And what do you give away in your works? 
your love, your kindness, your 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 material goods, those things will follow you. That's right. But they're really no point for bragging rights no, no, at no. all. And we shouldn't get that way because I know a lot of people get real religious by how much they do. Um, that just got burned up. Yeah, it gets burned up in the fire on your up. way through. Absolutely. All right, number two was those who um, are born once will die twice. That yeah. means physical death and then death when the lake of fire comes along. All right. Those of us who are born twice and then die or get born again in the Lord will only see one death, the physical death, that's it. And the second death will never hurt us. And it's serious. Um Absolutely. Better never born than to, than to have that first scenario. Absolutely. Um, Eternity is a long time. Eternity is a long time. to be a part of that. All right, number three, dying in the Lord is a blessed and happy time and not a time of mourning. We mourn as being in the flesh because we lose somebody, but we need to remember where they're at if they're in the Lord and their works are with them and they're finding rest. And they're a lot better off, right? Right, right. All right. We want to thank everyone for tuning in. We do want to invite you to come visit us at thetruthandthelife.com. And until next time, we'll be seeing you on the way. To learn more about the way, visit thetruthandthelife.com. Send me your songs of tomorrow.